Shopify is the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. And I love it because Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources that were once reserved for big businesses. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. I don't talk about it a ton, but I have a fishing company. Five years ago, actually five years ago this month, my best friend Aaron and I started a bass fishing weight company called Woo Tungsten because woo is the sound you make when you catch a giant bass. So we sell tungsten weights for bass fishing and Shopify has made it so incredibly easy. They have all the tools and the resources that we need. No matter how big or small your business is, they just make it so effortless. And like mine, Shopify powers over 1.7 million businesses from first sale to full scale. And you can reach customers online and across social networks with their ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. And you can gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond, which is something we use a ton. More than just a store, Shopify grows with you. Go to shopify.com slash bluewire, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business today with Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash bluewire right now. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Shopify.com slash bluewire. Da 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 da. Back, man. It's like, oh, I've been here. It's like I ain't been here. You know what I mean? Am I a little under the weather? No, not. Not gonna claim that. Get this desk all the way situated, though. That's what we are gonna do. Flying solo today, man. We live. We are live February 24th, 2022. Glad to be back here with you guys. I can see the comments. I can see the people. Last time I was on, I was on my phone. Um, I was actually out in Chicago. I guess I'll tell y'all what um <clears throat> what I was doing. Uh A B obviously is not here. Speak on that first. Uh A B just, you know, had some other stuff to tend to. Be like that off season. Obviously, it was a long season. Um, you know, we, you know, we showed up. We were consistent with our guys, with our girls. But um, you know, the off season's here, doing some different things, different places. So um, you know, it'd be a couple episodes here and there where one or the other isn't there. But um, one half of the man to man pod, yours truly, the DB portion of it, Darius Butler. Back in office, NC on the pod. Like I said, I'm glad to be black. Back, got to be black too. Happy Black History Month. I feel like this is a long. It's February. It's a long month. I feel like these months, these years, been flying by, especially since uh, the onset of the pandemic. But for some reason, it may just be me. But I feel like February done been around. Been around. Um. A lot to talk about today. <clears throat> you always think, um, <laughs> you know, the off season and 
obviously we're a big, big football show, but we talk about other things as well. The most important news, the biggest news, uh, obviously not sports related, um, but uh, Russia, Russia has invaded Ukraine, uh, declared war. Um, so prayers out to everyone uh, in U- Ukraine and the surrounding areas. And um, unfortunately, you know, I think it, 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 you know, it gets bigger. You know, from here, uh, we know, you know, I'm not going to talk a bunch of politics and a bunch of shit. Honestly, I'm not well versed enough to talk about in depth, but we all know that this is not a good thing. Um, and um, yeah, it, it's, 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 it's some scary stuff. Um, but uh, Russia, Ukraine, uh, there's been talks about potentially China, Taiwan, we know Russia and China are, you know, they've been kind of buddy, buddy, uh, man, it's like I said, just, just stay informed, obviously stay safe. Um, this could unfortunately, you know, lead to more world conflict. I don't want to say world war three, but a lot of people are saying something like that, but, um, scary stuff, man. Scary, scary stuff. Praying for, for safety. Um, somebody mentioned the hoodie. Am I having internet issues? Somebody said I'm having internet issues. <clears throat> I look solid on my end. Let me know if we're good out there. I thought we were solid. Somebody talking about my hoodie, Zach. This um, got this a while back. I was following some of uh, Pelosi's moves. I said, man, I'm out to support the game. Got this from uh okay, yeah. My joint crystal clear. A B, make it clear. A B was not having internet issues today. He he was, you know, just couldn't make it. Damn. Damn. But uh do yeah. Inform yourself about what's going on. Um, not that, you know, in the end, your opinion matters, just be honest. When it comes to this, and I wish the people who were you know, I don't talk much about that. I get pissed off, but um, but yeah, man, what else are we getting into today? Um, just touched on it. Russia thing got March Madness coming up around in, in sports, back in the sports. Uh, NBA starts back up tonight post um All Star break. Um, March Madness. That's when we all become college basketball fans even though none of us watched during the season. I've been watching my UConn Huskies, though. For some reason, the refs hate us. Ejected our coach, ejected our alum, kicked him off from court side to the student section. Unbelievable stuff here. Uh, but obviously, March Madness on the men's and women's side. Um, on the basket, on the NBA basketball side, a lot of question marks around a lot of teams, big, 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 big brand teams. Going down the stretch, the Lakers will be without AD once again. He'll be reevaluating in three weeks um, after this all-star break. Um, so it's going to be on, on 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 LeBron. My co-host, AB, he picked the Lakers to come out of the West. Um, he's been backpedaling on that slowly, slowly but surely. He's been taking steps back on that preseason prediction. I had the Warriors coming out. Still feel confident about that prediction. A little more confident now that um, Chris Paul 
will be out. Chris Paul is going to be out for six to eight weeks with a fractured thumb. So uh, I think the Suns would be all right. But Chris Paul being out is huge. Uh, interested to see how John Morant and the Grizz Grizzlies uh, do down the stretch. Um, on the east side of things, obviously the huge trade, Net Sixers. I think the Nets won that trade in a landslide. You saw Ben Simmons over there working with Kyle Korver on his jumper. I think Ben Simmons, a lot of people forget, this was a this was a finalist for the Defensive Player of the Year last year. You also got Seth, Seth Curry in that trade if you're the Nets. And then, obviously, um, you know, Kevin Durant should be coming back in a few weeks. Kyrie Irving, obviously the biggest question mark on that roster due to the uh, mandates in uh, New York City and Brooklyn, which if you're looking around the country, if you're looking around the world, those mandates have been dropping like flies, uh, you know. So I think the same will be said, especially around playoff time. I think I would say probably within this next month, um, those those New York City mandates will come down and Kyrie will be able to be a full-time participant again. And then you'll see the Nets at full strength. So you got the Nets, the Sixers on that side. My Heat, which are tied for the one seat with the Bulls right now. Defend the champs, Bucks. So we should have a good playoffs. March Madness, NBA playoffs, and, you know, the NFL offseason. It's never really offseason. Got the combine coming up, then the draft. We'll see what these big-name quarterbacks going to be moving. A lot to talk about, man. Um, obviously, right after the intro. new music on the intro <clears throat> a little new music I had to switch it up for some business purposes we actually getting somebody put some pen to paper to write some dope shit up for us personally but um another story for another day all right man let's go let's go before we get into some of that stuff kato june former coach Higher than Indy, former Colt linebacker, Super Bowl champ. Uh, played some years with my co-host. I wish my co-host AB was here to talk about this hire. Uh, big time hire. Uh, love it for Cato. Um, have got to, we we never played together in Indy, but obviously a lot of mutual friends, a lot of mutual former teammates. And um, you know, once I threw my name in the hat uh for, for coaching. He actually was one of the guys that reached out because he's been coaching high school level, collegiate level, and now getting a, an opportunity to pro. I'm not sure if this is his first opportunity to pro, but big opportunity. Assistant linebackers coach um, with the Indianapolis Colts. Um, like I said, reached out, gave me a, a, a lot of advice. Uh, excuse me. Uh, for those who don't know, and I and I still been seeing a lot of people comment like, hey, man, bring – He'll bring DB in, bring Darius in to do this or that. Um, and I appreciate that a lot, tremendously. I appreciate that. And I did have the opportunity to interview 
um, with the brass at the coach, um, the head coach, the coordinator, DB coach. And um, it, it was a great, great conversation. Um, they followed up. You know, we had some more conversation. And then, um, you know, it, I would say a job was not officially offered to me, but uh, on the follow-up after – weighing my options and talking to some very important people that I need to talk to made a decision that I wouldn't pursue coaching at this moment because of the time and everything that's going on, everything that, um, you know, I've been building and that me and AB have been building. So it's just not the right time, but definitely not um, eliminating it in the future, near future or far. Um, but this me, hey, I'm not going to lie to y'all. It's media shit. Sweet. Sweeter than that football stuff right now. Super passionate about football. Want to get back in the locker room. Want to be on the sideline. But as far as the best decision for myself, my family, loved ones, <clears throat> is to continue doing what I'm doing right, right now. Speaking of the media side of things, Troy Aikman reportedly, according to – um. Matter of fact, let me see if I can read this tweet that I saw from Ari Mirov, my sports update, at my sports update. <clears throat> I should have sent this in the tone to get this tweet. Um, oh, this has got a little update too, but uh, this is his tweet last night at 9.30. Troy Aikman is now finalizing a deal to leave Fox and become the main analyst for the Monday Night Football cast per andrew merchant the deal is expected to be for five years worth around 17 and a half million per season i'm almost positive that's uh much more than he made annually playing uh the game it's a hall of fame quarterback but uh espn could also end up trying to pry joe buck away from fox and then here's an update greg olsen and sean payton are among the candidates to replace aikman as Fox's number one guy, they could also trade for Drew Brees, who is currently at NBC. Fox is set to broadcast two of the next three Super Bowls, so some major implications here. Now, uh, I don't know how Drew Brees' names got thrown into that. Drew Brees. I think M NBC thought Drew Brees was going to be the guy um, coming into TV. And people aren't always as good or as bad as you think, but... uh. I think it's safe to say Drew Brees wasn't the guy that they expected him to be out of the gate. Could get better. We all know how he prepares, how hard he works. Obviously, his knowledge of the game is unbelievable. So he could get better. But right now, ooh, that would be a major step back. Greg Olson, on the other hand, former teammate of mine, would have thought he would have been good at it. Uh, he is one of my favorite people to listen to calling games. I mean, it's not like how he goes in depth about things, in depth about things, how he relates it back to his experiences. Um, just, just Greg Ose is one of my favorite. Um, you already know seventh floor crew member, but one of my, one of my favorite uh, on the mic during the game. So, um, and I'm gonna put, I'm gonna go ahead and put this out in the atmosphere. I will be calling the game. I will be calling games next year. All right. <clears throat> Let me call in games next year. It may be on a main cast. It may be on a an alternate cast with 
a different company, but Darius Butler will be calling games next year. I feel like they need some more. Need a little, you know, won't be all defense. Obviously, as a defender, as a D-bat, you got to know what the hell the offense is trying to accomplish, what the quarterback is doing, what the offensive line is doing, the protections, the concepts, the coverages. Um, And I don't – as good as these guys are on TV, a lot of times clueless when it comes to coverages, clueless. Um, So, anyway, that's a goal of mine. And it's a goal that I will reach. Somehow accomplish. I'm putting out the atmosphere right now. Right now. Let me take my hat off because some of y'all don't even know how I look without a hat. <clears throat> Coming to you live from Miami, Florida. We got the Dolphins. Hosting the Patriots. Now, hopefully, they only get their asses kicked tonight, Bob. Nah, but that ass is going to be in there. We gonna, Hey, appreciate that. Appreciate you, G.I. Joe. Appreciate you. I, I love how you – I like that. I put it out there. I manifest it. And you just already congratulate me because you know it's going to happen. That's why I rock with y'all. I mean, that's why I rock with y'all. You know? That's why, that's, you know, that's why I'm back. I'm glad I'm back. I feel the love. You know what I mean? When it comes to past, I'll post this little clip, you know. I li- I actually like Joe Buck. I'm a fan of Joe Buck snooze. I like him sometimes, you know, but I, I, li- I like Joe Buck. I actually became more of a fan of him when he went on the Manning cast, which love the Manning cast. Manning cast got read up. I think they're doing that for three more years now. Um, <clears throat> Manning cast, um, they're doing an alternate. They're going to start doing more alternate. Uh, game cast and other sports as well because of how well the many cast went. Um, Charles Barkley and Shaq did it during the All Star game. Um, you know, it may be, you know, may do something with Pat, but it's going to happen and it's going to be dope. It's going to be dope. I'm going to be a part of it. You guys going to be a part of it. Um, <clears throat> some other news that happened. It's actually happened when I was in Chicago. I was in Chicago for four days to co-host a show called the rally which comes on five eastern uh standard time every day comes on bally sports um and i i wasn't very familiar with bally sports i, I just forgot again who they actually took over but a lot of basketball coverage hockey um but we shot you shot the show out of the united center so it was dope being you know being able to go in there and work for four days Thursday, Friday of uh, last week, and then Monday, Tuesday of this week. And uh, one of my former teammates is the 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 host, one of the hosts on the Everyday, Joshua Perry. But a uh, pretty pretty good show, you know. Goes through the the landscape of sports, and this is one of the stories that uh, I covered when I was uh, on air with them. But the U.S. national woman, the U.S. women's national team. Um, was uh, in a lawsuit for some years now. It's 2018, maybe or 16, but um, they uh, reached a settlement, a 24 million dollar settlement, fair pay settlement. And uh, I'm, you know, I'm a soccer casual, but I'm more familiar with uh, the women's names than I were the men's. 
and uh, they were asking for 75 million, end up settling for 24 million. 22 million dollars I sent to uh, will be dispersed amongst the players, coaches, and then another two million go into a fund in which players can go to for charitable uh, works and things like that. So, uh, and then obviously they said the committee will do better paying men and women equally going down the line. Uh, you know, a lot of times you got to take legal, legal action to get your just due. So uh, good on these young ladies holding it down, fighting for what they deserve and getting it. Your <clears throat> next partner has a product that I literally use every day. Started taking athletic greens Really because I wanted to start feeling like that dude again. Been off the field for a few years and don't have the same time, you know, to work out and, and, and do all the things that it takes for better gut health and to get more energy. I uh, wanted to optimize my immune system. I hate taking pills, vitamins, and I needed a supplement that tastes great as well. I throw it right in my smoothie um, in the morning. And I know you're asking, what is this stuff? One scoop, like I said, in my smoothie of Athletic Greens. I'm absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients support your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, focus, recovery, and aging. All the things, literally. So, uh, I mean, those that's the reason I use it. My co-host started using it first. He put me on. Uh, I mean, it has over 7,000 five-star reviews. A lot of those, I'm sure, from professional athletes. It costs you less than $3 a day. And if you're investing in your health, it's more than worth it. All right, we're going to make it real easy on you. Athletic Greens, okay, listen closely, It's going to give you a one-year free supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash man to man. Again, that is athleticgreens.com forward slash man to man. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup, water every day. That's it. No need for a bunch of different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Do yourself a favor. Go get these greens, baby. Wish your team could find some next level talent. When your business needs someone with the right skills fast, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is it makes hiring easy, all in one place. For example, the assessments. Indeed helps star applicants to shine with over 135 assessment tests from cooking all the way to coding. Start hiring now with the $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mm, I'm going to take a lot of questions, too. Once I run through these things... Um, 
you know, obviously I'm just going to give my two cents on them. Obviously look at the comments as well, but I won't be able to go back and forth with my co-host today. But uh, I'm going to go through these things and then I'm going to tap in with you guys. Miss y'all, man. I miss y'all. I miss you like every day. Aaron Rodgers' decision coming soon. All right. Now, people, hey, why do we care? Why did we let Aaron Rodgers string us along like this? And these cryptic text messages that everybody's talking about. And he goes on Pat show. And in the first well, five minutes, he says no news will be broken. Uh, it matters because this is the back-to-back MVP uh, of the league. A lot of people have a lot of strong opinions about him. I'm a fan of the guy. Um, but uh, he's making a decision soon. I ultimately think in listening to uh, his interview on, on Pat's show on Tuesday, I think he's going back to the to, to the Packers. Um, it, it wouldn't make sense for him to go to Denver and have to deal with Justin Herbert twice a year, Patrick Mahomes twice a year, shit, even Derek Carr twice a year win in an alternate division the one you're at now. You got to deal with Kirk Cousins, Justin Fields, and Jerry Goff as it stands right now twice a year. So the Packers right now are finessing a bunch of things with their cap to make it work, you know, getting those books right so that they can field another uh, competitive team. And it's not like they haven't had good teams in these situations. You got this is uh, two NFC championships, I believe, back-to-back loss. And then uh, you're losing the divisional round at home this year after getting a one seed and having an MVP. So I feel like the Packers have been doing their job and Rodgers has been doing his job in the regular season, but in the postseason, call it like it is, coming up small. You know what I mean? So he, he's a quarterback, one of the best at it. Back-to-back MVPs that would say he is the best in the game right now. So he still can, you know, be the diva that quarterbacks are and <clears throat> have a have the team and everybody else waiting on pins and needles. So he'll make his decision. He said it'll happen soon. Um, and when it does, obviously we'll get to talk about it. But I think he'll be back. Um, that's That's my, you know, based off him saying – our conversation, my conversation with the front office after the season, and what happens after the season, and it says it's just for quarterbacks, but uh, what happens for every player is you have exit meetings. I don't know if you know people have this, probably not, but um, after every season, because every season is is, is you'll never get that group of men and, and now women included back, right? That 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 group will will never be the same from the. The front office people, the coaches, the players, the, the trainers, you know, everybody, you know, the media people, some people move on and do other jobs, um, better roles, lesser roles, get fired, get cut. So that locker room is never going to be uh, the same. <clears throat> so, you know, him posting all those pictures of different people, thanking him, uh, it, it just never be, even his, his ex, he, he spoke highly of his ex, like, hey, you know, and obviously he went through a lot of shit last year that he brought. Some some of it on itself, and then some from you know the cancel culture mob. You, nah, not me. But yeah, the cancel culture, the the whatever you want to call it. But um, 
lot of that shit was brought on itself. Let's be honest. But anyway, uh, so she having his back, speaking glowingly about the people in the locker room. Even if he does come back, those all those things remain true because that locker room never be the same. So after that, you have meetings with your usually your position coach, maybe your coordinator, and then uh, your head coach. And then for I have meetings with the GM as well, but obviously a quarterback, you're going to sit down with the GM. So I think they're listening to him more than basically doing the things that they want him to do. So I think he'll be back. He'll finish his career there. Um, he went through some cleanse, some uh, what is I forgot what it's called a pharma cleanse or something like that, which is a lot of shit I would never do. I'll tell you that much. But I think I did screenshot it just for reference. <clears throat> hey, here we go. Pancha Karma cleanse. Uh, he recently completed this. Um, three days of ghee therapy, consume ghee until you evocate on both ends. So um, I, I'm assuming that's throwing up in the other end. Uh, one day of therapeutic vomiting, laxative therapy, three days of herb drop. Many days. I'm not sure how true this is. Yoga and meditation throughout, but he got to some some place to where. You know, he's feeling better about his um about his stuff. But anyway, I think he's going back. That's my personal opinion. Uh, the uh, MIB quote. I actually need to put that in the commercial or something. That's one of my favorite quotes of all time. But so true. And you you see it unfold. And I, and I don't speak on the I don't speak on the shit that, that's going on in the, you know, around the around COVID, around the vaccine mandates or the vaccines or whatever. Uh people, I think people it's been my personal stance from the beginning. Um, I think people should still have the right to make their own decisions, um, to even do their own research, as crazy as that sounds, to do their own research and then come to a conclusion for themselves and their family. And I will always think that that's always, like that will always be my thing. I don't care what it is. Um some crazy shit been going on in Canada as well. Their prime minister over the last couple of months, once again, won't get into that. But the MIB quote, the men in black quote, a person is smart. People are stupid. Panicky. And some other shit too. Agent K quote. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I definitely won't be doing anything like that. I'll stick to my I'll stick to my vitamins, man. Um, already spoke on the mandates. Now, this may be a little whatever. I may I may get some heat for this, but I, I think I saw LA County was dropping their mandates for vaccinated individuals, maybe in indoor places, but dropping mass mandates, I believe it was. But the kids were still required to wear their mask in school. Now, depending on your child, depending on, you know, kids are different. Um, a lot of kids at this point don't care, you know, if they have to wear a mask. And I, I you know, based on my research, I send kids to school. I, they talk to me about their classmates throughout the, because they had their one year of virtual school. And then once they went back, um down here in florida down here in florida it's um there were never strict mandates for masks but 
I mean, like 99% of kids were wearing them for a while. And then it slowly kind of weaned itself down. And it basically became the kids that were wearing them. They just decided to wear them or get to school, take them off. And, and the teachers just, you know, they and I the way I knew this is because I always had to go to the damn school for my kids because there's always something. So I go to school and I'm in the office and I see the kids coming through or walking the hallways. I'm like, damn, I thought it was, thought everybody had to. And then one time I popped up on my kid and saw she didn't have her mask. I'm like, hey, what you doing without you? And she was like, I don't want to wear it. I'm like, but how many people don't wear it? Oh, well, this person and that person. I'm like, all right, well, you got to wear it because, you know, your mom, and then I stopped getting on her. But anyway, dropping the mandates, but making the mandates still be imposed in school, I don't think that really makes much sense if you look at how kids are affected versus vaccinated adults. But I don't make the decisions. I don't make the decisions. And once again, everybody can have their own. Because I also have my mother. She goes in schools a lot. She is very... She's tapped into um, um she she really is her, a passion of hers is helping kids read. So I think until she's 90, she's gonna be going to schools. So I know she's man, I want these kids to have their mask on because I ain't boo boo. I'm like, Mom, but these these are kids, Mom, these are kids. But you know, whatever. <clears throat> All right, what else we got? I can't wait to get to this Q and A. We already talked about the, the 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 you know team to watch after this All Star break. Brooklyn Nets post 76ers, Brooklyn Nets trade a full power Kyrie, Seth Curry, Ben Simmons, Andre Drummond too in the front court, who is a rebound monster. Kevin Durant. Um, they went got Goran Dragic in the buyout market. I think these Nets, you know, obviously if they can stay healthy, Kyrie, one of the best players in the league, should have been top 75, but one of the best players in the league. It's been a bad thing, obviously, for the Nets, him missing these games early, but when you look down the stretch post-All-Star uh, game, let's say three weeks from now, he can play full time. His legs are going to be a lot fresher. Ben Simmons' legs are going to be a lot fresher uh, than a lot of these guys they're going to be playing with, matched up with in the playoffs. So um, it's going to be, it's going to be, this is going to be the team for me at least to uh, to keep your eye on during this second half of the season. Obviously, the, the uh, you know the James Harden once he gets back healthy, how is he going to look with? who I think is in the front runner right now in the NBA for the MVP, and that's Joel Embiid. So <clears throat> that's going to be interesting. March Madness upcoming. Like I said, we don't care yet until March. I won't talk about it much. Um, you know, the one seed is probably going to be Arizona, Gonzaga, maybe Auburn. Um, I'm not sure the other, but – March Madness is always going to be electric. It's always going to be um, super entertaining. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been following this story much, but the NFL Combine, uh, a lot of players, a lot of agents had 
we're talking about potentially boycotting the NFL Combine, wanted the players to come in and then be in a bubble um, for, you know, basically the time that you're there, not being able to see their medical team or even maybe their agent. And if they did, if they did, they will be banned, sent to the gulag. Um, but they switched their tune. Um, over 150 players that got on the same page, I believe 13 agencies or so, 13 or so agencies got on the same page. So now the boycott is averted. They become unbubbled and they'll be able to see their people. And, and that was important. I felt like the NFL was going to have to move off of that because these are these guys' most important job interview, the longest job interview, the most stressful job interview. And as a player that's been through this process, you want to be able to look back and say, hey, I crossed every T. I dotted every I. You know, I went and did every all the work I need to do with my trainer, with my interview coach, with my whoever, wherever. Everything I needed to do, I was able to do it during that stretch that I was in Indy for the combine. So I'm glad that the NFL came off of this. Because it didn't make sense for them to be that strict and, uh, you know, make the protocols that wild when we just went through the playoffs and, you know, kind of disappeared. So it uh, never made sense. Never made sense from the jitter. But uh, I'm glad the NFL made the right decision. I'm glad the players came together and used their power. You know, love to see it. Love to see when that's done. Uh, for the right reasons and right or wrong reasons. That's always, you know, that's always, I guess, up for judgment, depending on <clears throat> how you look at it. But combine is always an exciting time. I'm sure someone would jump on the scene, jump up some draft boards. Um, I, 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 I enjoyed the combine. I enjoyed the combine because I was a fringe player. I was a player that was could have been a first rounder or a second rounder. And played at University of Connecticut. And on the national stage, UConn wasn't – people knew, but it was like, oh, it's UConn, though. You know what I mean? Um, so it was good for me, at least, to get in the same place, on the same turf, and, and, and do drills. Um, you know, we looking at each – because this was – you know, we weren't really on social media like that. I got drafted in 2009, so this is 2009 draft. And so I didn't really know these guys outside of, you know, seeing their highlights or getting picked on all conference or all whatever, all American teams and stuff like that. So you see the names, you see the videos, you may be in the same place for a couple hours here or there. Um, maybe even training in the same place or got the same agent, but actually been on the same roof for a few days. Actually rooming. Uh, my roommate was Keenan Lewis at the combine who ended up getting drafted third round cornerback out of uh, Oregon state. But, was good to just you know get a good hey, what up what up Vontae? yeah nice to meet you bro yeah but um and then get out there and do your drills do your thing uh it's a good time there's a lot of pressure but it's playing ball man you go out there and play ball you do what you do <clears throat> lock in as much you can a little different for guys who aren't comfortable on that board you got to get on the board and draw up coverages and draw up adjustments. So they may throw up some of your clips, maybe some of your worst clips. Like, hey, what was going on here? Or you did, hey, why didn't you go in there to make that tackle? Or, hey, coach. 
Hey, coach, I get paid to cover. But nah, uh, combine's a good time, so I'm glad to see that the combine is going on uh, as scheduled. I may actually get up there for a couple of days. May get up there for a couple of days, and then we'll have the draft after that. But um, ah, <clears throat> man, let me give you a little clip. We're gonna, I'm gonna give you a little clip, and I'll be back. And on the other side, uh, talk about some of the comments that you guys put in the chat, and then obviously I'll be asking some questions. But um. I'll clip this up. We're gonna get back out to that Blue Wire studio in Vegas around the draft as well. So um maybe even throw some draft prospects in the chat. Ask me about them. Probably won't know much about them right now, honestly. I'm not gonna lie to you. You're my favorite turd. I wouldn't shit you. And Josh, so Josh obviously took a step last year. Yeah. And I think you had a big a big part to do with that. Yeah. Um, but then this year, especially once it got towards the end, I feel Same like he it. took that's that next step where it's like when they was playing, yeah, big steps during that game. I'm like, yo, hey, hey, B, I think these are the top two quarterbacks yeah, hey, yeah, in the league. Like, oh, in the league. Say, these are top two hey, right now. Hey, you know, I, you know, you know, I get caught the moment. Who y'all like? You know, I'm, I'm a Herbert guy. I'm a I big love, just Herbert. I'm, I'm, I'm a Burrow guy. Yeah, Burrow. I respect that. What, what does y'all got going Josh on? Allen. But I like Josh Allen. I feel like Josh Allen like is the best. Um, and I say he top two right now because of what he can do with his legs and like. He's 6'5", 240. He can get out on the field deep. He's the yeah, one. You don't want to see that. He'll run you over here. Jump yeah, over here. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. be the Josh Allen advocate right now. Let me show y'all. Look. Why, 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 why is he the top quarterback in the league? Listen, let me explain to you. I love Patrick Mahomes. I think he does everything Ooh, everything Mahomes. extremely well. Everything. Yeah. He doesn't have no flaw. But when you, look at, when you look at my guy, he does everything extremely well. He runs the ball well. Yeah. He can jump over you. He can extend the play. He can shake. Listen, only thing I can say, like, I, don't, I haven't watched Patrick Mahomes in that pocket, and I ain't never seen him stiff arm no lineman. Like, I ain't <laughs> never seen him shake off a lineman like Big Ben and then throw it for 70 or, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? It's no, it's no, it's no, it's no shade. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I still think he's an amazing quarterback, but me standing on the table for my guy right now, he do everything, and he does it. Everything super, like, to the way where he, he looked turned. I mean, it's it's video game type. You got to count it as video game. The only the only knock I would have Give against, me one. And like I said, towards the end of the year, he kind of changed it. Yeah. But throughout the year, it was some, it was some of it. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Sometimes you'll turn, you'll be like, damn. Hey, what are you like, doing? You know, bro? like, well, what's going on here? And like, you don't really like, for I mean, me, I don't see that with Herbert. Burrow, young, I, I was going it. back and forth. Like, hey, Herbert, Burrow, he... Gangster, <laughs> like he he, he warned yeah, me over. Yeah, yeah. Um, but well, I mean, Mahomes, Mahomes had his. He had his. Everybody had. Yeah. He's Mahomes the best quarterback. You got to yeah. think about it. But you put in pen to paper, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. They've been in the league four years now. Two quarterbacks that y'all talking about it, only been in the league two years. Two years, yeah. You ain't gonna say you are gonna figure him out in a year or two. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, nah, nah, figure it out that look. quick. Give me some time yeah, now. Right. <sighs> Welcome back. Hey, uh, I don't know why that what me saying welcome back just made me think of something, but Netflix. I don't know about y'all, but uh, I feel like Netflix and stepped the game up lately. Uh, this Kanye, we we you know we all have opinions about Kanye, but this Kanye uh, documentary, it's genius, it's dope. Um, I got to check out the second one. I saw the first one. Haven't uh, checked the second one out yet, but I, uh, it dropped a couple days ago. But man, uh, my takeaways from the first ones for those of you who haven't 
watch it. And I would say watch it if you've been a fan of Kanye at any point in his journey. If you were a fan of the early college dropout, a graduation Kanye, if you're a fan of in the middle, if you're a fan of any of the crazy stuff now, watch it. If you just all if it's always been F Kanye and F everything he doesn't stand for it, don't even worry about it. But uh dope, dope, very, very dope. You know, a lot of raw footage from a long time ago, you know, a couple decades ago. And just to see a lot of things, you know, come come to fruition was uh was dope. Seeing his mindset, seeing him interact with his mother. Um, and, and obviously him losing his mother, mother was a huge thing, just like it, I'm sure some people in here probably lost their moms and that's a huge thing to go through. But, um, to see the type of confidence that his mother instilled in him made me thankful and grateful that I had parents and a mother that, that, that was the same way. Because once as a parent, you instill certain things in your children, <clears throat> The outside world, the 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 you know, the the crazy world that we know it is to be, it's harder for them to get through there and, and, and change what's really been instilled and ingrained in your child at home. So uh, it was it was dope to see. And I, like I said, it's a lot of shit that Kanye's done. It's been wild. It's a lot of shit that all of us have done if our life was lived under a microscope that we won't be proud of. But uh, he's going through his own thing. But I think the documentary is super, super dope. Um, Major Look is another one that was good on there. Uh, I've been learning more about art lady. So um, that was dope. Obviously, the Tinder swindler. Hurry up. Send the 50K. Peter is down. My enemies are after me. Send the 50K now. Right now. Tinder swindler was good. It's a lot of IG swindlers out there, too. A lot of IG swindlers. I'm, I'm going to sell a, a, a package, a, a course that'll let you know how to spot them. What else am I watching? Just started inventing Anna because uh, when I was in Chicago, my co-hosts were raving about that show and saying it was so good. Got to check it out. Got to check it out. So um, I'm going to check that one out, too. Let me know what y'all binging on right now <clears throat> on Netflix. But yeah, man, yeah, that that kind of make sure you go check that out. Snowfall just came back on last night. Haven't got a chance to check that out yet, but that's one of my favorite shows. But that Kanye doc, one of the best things I've seen. And I went back and I had to let college dropout play from front to back, no skips, just like it always is. But seeing kind of what went into those songs, it made it that much doper. So, um, man. Dope, dope stuff. Dope, dope stuff. Uh, <clears throat> all right, let's get to some of these questions. It's Q&A time. I need some music for that. It's Q&A time. All right, let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. Oh, somebody actually asked me. I didn't even see that. Yes, I have. I have watched that C-Pen for the win. Do-do-do-do. <clears throat> Mm, mm, mm. Looking for some good ones, man. Uh, snooze. Any players you really like from this draft? You know what? Let me tell y'all this right now. And, and if when y'all see me on the show a month from now, I will be completely educated on these young men entering the draft right now. But as it stands right now on February 24th, 
11.49 Eastern Standard Time. I don't know much about these guys, all right? Outside of the guys that play in the playoffs, conference championships, that's really the only time I watch college football like that. It's certain players, you know, that are Stingley, uh, Kobe Bryant, um, Hamilton out of, out of Notre Dame that I've watched. But outside of that, I haven't done a deep dive. To be like, hey, this player, he'll be great in this system. Over, the-. But as I start to watch more over these next coming months, you know, I'll tell you everything you know need to know about these guys. But as it stands right now, I do like those corners out of, out of Cincinnati. Though. I, I know that. And Stingley has kind of been a highly rated guy for a while. Um, I just got to get I got to get in the lab on him. Um, Thibodeau out of Oregon. I actually bumped into uh, some of his representation out in in Cali when I was out there for the Super Bowl. We standing at the same hotel and um, he was kind of asking, "Hey man, why? What's the narrative? What's this narrative? Why? Why is my guy We're like? Why are they beating up my guy? What? Are, what? Are, what are people talking about? What are people saying?" So. Freakish, measurables, athlete would be interesting to see if he or the kid from Michigan goes first, Hutchison. Um, but, you know, I got to get in the lab and watch him. It's such a – it's crazy because last year you had all these quarterbacks that everybody was talking about, talking about, you know, Lawrence, you know, Wilson flew up the board. You had Justin Fields, you know, Trey Lance, Mac Jones. Um, what was the fifth one? That was another one, but – um. But anyway, these quarter it was such so quarterback heavy, and this this one is the opposite. It's trench trench heavy, a lot of linemen in here, a lot of good linemen, a lot of you know. It's always going to be good receivers, but uh, this draft is kind of kind of mid right now. You're keeping it a buck, but <clears throat> it's NFL season, so I'll be tapped in. <clears throat> uh, Dane Gray, what makes Travis Kelsey so effective? Uh, number one. Great player, um, great tools, um, you know, good speed, good in and out, good hands. Uh, but I think what separates him from the pack is his understanding of coverages, his understanding of um, how teams are trying to stop him, how teams are trying to limit Tyreek Hill, um, even how, how Mahomes reads certain plays or reads certain coverages. Um, sometimes – receivers may know that even better than the quarterback really does. The quarterback may just kind of naturally do things with certain concepts. Um, and as a player, if you're their receiver, you know, like, okay, we get this covered and get this look. Pat's probably going to try to find me here. If he escapes, this is where I need to get to. So um, him being on the same page and very similar to Cooper Cup with the Rams. Like, you call a play – and it's one thing as a quarterback to know, okay, this is what I'm getting. Because plays are called in the league, and it's it's a route concept, but they're going to run. So, you know, if you ever played Madden, right, and you know how some of those routes are, it's like a route, and then it's like he could break off of the post, he could curl it, or he could, you know, do something, or he can go straight, right? So you got three options off that route. A lot of routes are like that in the NFL, and it's based off middle open, so split safety, or middle close with a single high safety. So we have they have concepts built in. So if they run in this – so if they show this coverage but they rotate to another coverage, 
I need that receiver to be on the same page that the quarterback's on. And he's always uh, on the same page with his quarterback, the same way Cooper Cup is always on the same page with his quarterback, the same way Devontae Adams is always on the same page with his quarterback. And you kind of go down the line. That's what made A.B. and Big Ben so dangerous when they were together. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's those are some of the things that make Travis Kelsey uh, so special. <clears throat> Boo, 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 boo. Dick Nunn. <laughs> uh, Richard Nunn. Uh, does length matter as much for DBs as draft evaluators make it seem? Uh, so your name is your name, but I'll pause it. I'll pause this question for, you know, obvious reasons. But, uh, you know, length, length does matter. It does matter, follows. Uh, but you know, when you're trying to in the in the NFL, so many things are based off timing um and getting to certain spots and um you know things like that. So when you have the length to reroute guys to throw them off their spots to to maybe squeeze them a little closer to the linebacker or squeeze them you know a little closer to the sideline push them a little closer to the sideline or getting in the passing window um you know let's say you do someone does take an outside release and they're just running the takeoff route on you as a quarterback imagine as a quarterback sitting in the pocket and you got uh i don't want to say tyreek hill because he's you know kind of short but uh, let's say you got Stephon Diggs running a takeoff route up the right sideline, and you have one cornerback that's on him that's 5'11, or you got you know Antonio Cromartie that's on him that's 6'3. Like, think about how that sight line looks to throw that ball over the top, and, and how much more leeway that longer corner has to turn around and play the ball a little later. So, length definitely matters. Um, it's not the most important thing, I think. Uh, hips. You know, your hip fluidity, um, your feet, obviously. And then I believe uh, how how quickly you transition and get from point A to B in your break. That's probably the most important thing as a DB. How, how quickly can you close that space? And, um, you know, you can coach. You can coach the other shit up. But I'm, I'm a big proponent of ball skills, too. I like um, corners that have great ball skills paul so we got dick nut asking if length matters yes length matters ball skills matter pause and fucking pause uh i just kind of ran them down hips feet ball skills. i think i was with my boy uh tyvon branch in arizona a few weeks ago in between the pro bowl and the super bowl and we were just talking about ball too and he was and i think spatial awareness is something that's really important not as much with the outside corners, but slot corners and safeties, linebackers. Like it's like a it's a feel thing. Like just just natural, just spatially aware, just being able to feel things, movement, blocks, route concepts, when the ball's coming, just a bunch of different things. Um, that I think it's something you can't really you can see it, but it's hard to really, I guess, quanti- quantify. Um but yeah, listen to off the rails, tone gems. Do that, do that, do that. What else we got, man? Let's get a couple more questions. Da 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 da. 
do 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 Darius, do you have any any info about your fellow UConn alum entering the draft? D tackle Travis Jones. He's mocked to the boats. Excuse me. In the second round, everywhere. Beast in the run game. And that's why everybody's mocking him to the Chargers because the Chargers need so much help down the middle of that defense when it comes to stopping the run. So I'm hoping my guy, Travis Jones, goes in that first round, but would love him uh, in the second round. And uh, he's a monster. You know, even, you know, even with the shit going how it's going at UConn. He's shining, man. So love, love to see it. Love to see it. Uh, Francisco Elazo, D but were you really born in Germany, man? Yes, I was really born in Germany. Frankfurt, Army Brat. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Van Albright, do you watch the show The Game? I didn't watch it the first time around, but I do watch it this time around. And I encourage everyone else out there to watch it too on Paramount Plus. It's my sister's in it. She is, she has a pretty, pretty nice role in that. Brianna Butler. She is um guy's love interest. So y'all go check it out. Paramount Plus. Really check it out for Brianna Butler. There's some other people on there too, but she's the most important one. So yeah, y'all go check out the game. <clears throat> Dang great. UConn basketball coach is a goat. Uh, you have to be more specific when you're speaking about a, a, a prestigious program like uh, UConn basketball. Are you talking about men's? Are you talking about women's? Are you talking about Gino? Are you talking about uh, Jim Calhoun? Are you talking about Kevin Ollie that just got his money? Or are you talking about Dan Hurley who gets the tech, then turns around Fires up the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. F that tech. And they give my man another tech and eject him from the game. And his team still goes out and beats a top 10 ranked Villanova team at home to crack the top 20. It, it kind of back brought back some old throwback, you know, Big East basketball vibes. When I was when I was in school, that 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 Big East era when I was playing, that was um, match at UConn, Syracuse, Villanova, St. Joe's, Paul, Providence, Pittsburgh. Man, it was deep. Did I say Syracuse? Rutgers, it was never good. But um, West Virginia had some years. Marquette. Marquette in the biggies? I think so. But uh, shout out to Dan Hurley, man. Boot night. He got booted from the court. Sent up to the student section, but I liked it, man. A lot of a lot a lot of been a lot has been said. A lot of conversation has been around sportsmanship. Brad Richardson, right on cue. DB, what do you think about that basketball coach punching dude and getting suspended? Brad, I believe you're referring to uh, Jawan Howard, <clears throat> head coach for the Michigan Wolverines. Uh huh. When I first and now. Couple things I think here. Um, let's say number one. Number one, as a head coach, you got to keep your cool. You got to keep your your composure. You know your temperament, and you can't you can't you can't you can't take it that far as a head coach on that stage. Now maybe if, that, if that's back in the tunnel, no cameras. 
maybe that's a little different. But in that situation, in that environment, Juwan Howard as a head coach, you know, um, you can't do that. And no, Juwan Howard, great guy, great coach. He'll learn from it. Got suspended for rest, rest of the season, which I thought was fair. Um, but the other coach, Coach Guard, I believe, great guard, head coach for the Wisconsin Badgers. Um, he also can't put his hands on Juwan Howard. In the handshake line, um, been some conversation around that. I'm not I'm not a fan of it. Those are college, you know, at, at the little league level, you know, middle school, maybe even high school. But once you get into the college, like these grown men, you want to shake people's hand after the game, go shake it. If you don't, don't. Coaches, you usually should go and do it. But uh, lining up and shaking hands, I'm not super opposed to it. I'm definitely not, you know, super uh, for it either. But I'm not a huge fan of forced sportsmanship. And over my years being in athletics and playing a lot of basketball, it's probably where I've seen the most fights or brush-ups are in post-game handshake lines, whether it be football, whether it be basketball. It's like, ah, right, you know what, man? Yeah, I'm going to get to the back. You already knew where it's going. I'm going to go to the back of this line, and that's when it's going to pop off. So uh, I'm not a fan of the four sports sportsmanship because I felt like in that game in particular, the sportsmanship stopped when, you know, uh, Jawan Howard was still pressing with his starters down 15. Uh, and then it damn sure stopped when Coach Guard, and I hope that's his name, um, called a timeout with 15 seconds left, uh, and which he explained why he did after. But that's where the sportsmanship stopped. He was walking by in the line saying, hey, I'm going to remember that shit. Coach Guard grabbed him like, hey, buddy, let's freaking talk about this. I'm going to tell your ass why I did it. Juwan Howard, hey, get your fucking hands off me. I don't give why you did it and the other cuz came in popping off and then sometimes you know ah hit him with that mush but um it is as with the long arm of the law face that boy but uh <clears throat> but yeah i think it was the right thing to suspend him for the rest of the season don't i don't think he you know i've seen a lot of shit go down so i didn't think it was a fireable offense um suspended for the rest of the season uh i thought the wisconsin coach should have been you know Maybe suspended for a game, too, but he got a light fine. But, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, let me get a couple more before we get up out of here. Uh, man, what does DB do on the weekends? Depends, man. Kids, travel, chill. Um, but chill if I can. I've been traveling a lot, uh, a lot lately. And then, God, what trips do I have coming up? Got the Potentially the combine coming up. Um, potentially an event, a fan duel event up in Connecticut at the Mohegan Sun Sportsbook, which they just they will be doing a grand opening up there soon. Um, we got the draft. We're gonna be going out to Vegas for that. Um, got some, you know, got some stuff, man. Vitamins, vitamins, weekend, weekdays. Vitamins always. Did I enjoy the rally? Yes, I enjoyed the rally. I enjoyed, you know, yeah, I enjoyed the people. I enjoyed the process. Uh, it was fun. It, it was uh, it was fun. Uh, <clears throat> All right, let me get one more good one. One more good one. Ba 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 ba. Ba 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 ba. Oh, 
Arthur Rails, Tone and Gems. Uh, Diva, you watch any of those women's college basketball highlights? Caitlin Clark, Caitlin Clark from the Hawkeyes is the truth. She is a bucket, a walking bucket. And if you haven't watched her play from Iowa, make sure you go do that. She's a bucket. I'm sure you'll see her in the tourney, but I mean, pulling up from the logo, like it's, I guess a mid range. Like she, she, she's a tough. She's in scoring the paint. She can score mid range, obviously deep, but she's a, <laughs> she's a cold blooded, cold blooded killer, man. I can't wait till um, Paige get back out there. Paige buckets for my UConn, but um, she's a, she's a dog. Um, Don Staley got those girls down in South Carolina doing their thing. They're bust all right now, but um, <clears throat> but yeah, man. Kevin, D-Boy, you should put $100 on Herbert for MVP. <laughs> I think about that, man. I think about that. Uh, when we're watching film, I'll let you know. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Triple J, yes, we have guests lined up. We actually have three guests lined up right now that are going to be some great interviews. Great interviews. That's a good question you asked there. But, yes, we have a lot of guests lined up for this offseason we'll see who we can get in the studio in the blue wire studio out in vegas <clears throat> when we get out there oh man all right dang y'all had some good questions man i can't get up out of here uh off the uh, off the rails tony jim debo been seeing the witch the little debbie snack meme going around what's the go-to little debbie snack Man, you know what? I've been off the Little Debbie snacks for a while, but growing up, and I'm not sure if these are Little Debbie's, but the Nutty Bars, the nutty, the, the two bars, I think those are, are um, Little Debbie, the Nutty Bars, Paul's, um, Oatmeal Pies, it's the Star Crunch. Oh, that just reminded me I did buy some little mini powdered donuts. But uh man, 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 man. All right. I'm about to get up out of here. Honey buns. Can't go wrong with honey buns. Um Clinton Sims, should the three-point contest be the closing event for future all-star events? No. You know what I do think should be the closing event, though? I'm tired of dunk contests. Get rid of it. Scrap it. Had a great run. Uh King of the Court. King of the court. We, Team USA goes away. They go to Vegas, and we get to see some of those clips. You know, Kyrie going against Devin Booker or D-Book against Kevin Durant or DeMar DeRozan going at, you know, Jason Tatum. Like, king of the court, three dribble max, and you just see these guys get buckets. First player to five. That way we get the superstar players competing in it. You just seeing cats get buckets, and then you have the king of the court, and that's your your bragging rights for that year. So, hey, that's the king of the court. That's the bucket right there. That's the walking bucket that nobody can stop to get the five first. So I think, uh, yeah, that's what I think. Melissa Coates, we can't even get them to play in an all-star game. You think they're going one-on-one? Uh, Melissa, I don't know who you wanted to play in an all-star game, but – yeah, LeBron, Steph, Embiid, Greek Freak. I mean, everybody who 
wasn't hurt was in there. So they play an all-star game. All right, man. Hey, up out of here. I appreciate it, y'all. It was fun flying solo, interacting with you guys a little more. Uh, be back on Monday. Should be me and A.B. Um, and next week, we got our first first guest in a little minute. Um, and we have a few lined up thereafter. But um, stay safe. Like I said, let's, you know, let's say some prayers. Let's put some good vibrations, some good energy out in the world. But um, stay safe, man. Love yours. I appreciate you guys. Love you guys, man. Love you guys. Rock with y'all, man. I miss y'all. Miss y'all, man. Miss y'all, man. Bye. Let that rock one more time. Let that rock one more time. I'm going to take one little after the... Yeah, yeah, off top. Uh-huh, yeah. Yo, off the top, had to roll solo. Yeah, dolo, you know I go, go. I stay in go mode. All gas, no brakes. Uh, all real, no fakes. I can't relate to the phony. I don't know you, homie. Hey, Tony, Tony, Tony. <laughs> hey, we out of here, man. Y'all take care. Be easy, man. Enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy your weekend. See y'all on the other side. Do, 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 do. Do, do. Do, 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 do.